Previously on In The Moment. I'm mad at what life is when you have friends who are either current gang members or ex-gang members. If you have a friend or if you just know a person that you converse with that used to be a crip, have they ever really gotten to their bag while talking to you and expected you to know what the hell they were talking about? Crips end everything with cuz and they never say B words. And it's the most confusing shit in the world when you've never been in a gang. I was talking to a crip once. He was like, yo, what up, cuz? Sue whoop. Happy C-Day, you heard? I hope y'all doing it real big out there in Crooklyn. I was like, yo, fam, what? Yo, it's a C-Day, my guy. Oh, now we don't say B-Day. So what y'all call Beyonce album? Y'all just gonna change her whole album? Y'all gonna respect the fact? Y'all call her Beyonce? Like, I don't understand. Where's it stop? Crip told me one time, hey, yo, cuz, I see right crack. I said, what? The other dude that was kind of halfway in the gang had to translate. He's like, he, he means he'll be right back. I said, yo, listen, man. Hey, just talk English to me, my guy. I'm not on any teams here. He was like, what? I was like, hey, talk how you want, man. Don't worry about it. Yeah, me so scared I was doing that shit too. Hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom. They was like, that's stupid, Mo. You can say bathroom. What are the rules? I'm trying not to die. All right, let's get into shout outs. You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit. Because I swear to God, you probably even closer than you think. She get overwhelming, that's why. Yo, shout out to Tom Brady. Again, for any new listeners, I don't stay on sports long. So if you are not a sports fan, don't panic. I just talk about situations that happen in sports that are relative to life. Which in this case, Tom Brady has now thrown 600 touchdown passes in his career. If you are not a football fan, to put that into its proper perspective, Mad Hall of Fame greats, legends, John Elway, Troy Aikman, the list goes on, have thrown like 300 and some touchdowns in their career. Tom came out here and doubled all of them, said, excuse me, and then made everybody look like they were amateurs. Tom Brady is going to be playing football until he is 73 years old, and he will still be better than every other quarterback in the NFL. That's not why I'm here. I'm here because when he... Threw that 600th touchdown to his receiver, Mike Evans. Mike Evans handed that touchdown to a fan. He didn't realize that that was the 600th touchdown. I'm assuming he went to the sidelines and somebody told him. Might have been Brady himself. Yo, my guy, what the fuck is wrong with you? I would imagine is exactly what Tom Brady said to him. My problem with this is the guy gave the ball back to Tom Brady for a handshake and a picture. Yo. Why don't these blessings ever fall on me, man? Huh? You know how many games I went to? Only thing I ever caught was a T-shirt. And I wish somebody would have asked for it back. I don't care what happened that game or what you had that T-shirt on when you did whatever. I wish Tom Brady would have came over there and said, yo, my dude, I'm going to need that ball back. I would have said, that's fine. But there's a few things I'm going to need from you too, buddy. This man didn't ask for anything. A picture and a handshake in a pandemic? You shouldn't even want that. Oh, this dude ever heard of negotiations? This was your moment. Tom would have had to give me everything. How bad you want this ball, fam? You better keep 601 if all you came over here with was a handshake and a how you doing. You'd have had to give me a million off top. That's light. Season tickets next. I don't even live out in Tampa Bay. I would have wanted full uniform, full pads, all brand new. 
Not one of those people who want the jersey you've worn before. Nope. I want the jersey you was going to wear, and then I want to start in your place. I want to be the starting quarterback when y'all play the Panthers. Not asking for much, just for like half a quarter. That's it. Just want to see what it feels like to be Tom Brady. I'm going to try to throw 601. If I get killed, that's on me. But this is my chance. I'm asking for everything I've ever wanted. Tom, I want to date with Nia Long. I don't know Nia Long, and she's married. I don't care. I didn't ask you anything. You're Tom Brady. Make it happen. I might have asked for world peace. I don't know. I'm just saying it would have been no limits. But I can guarantee you I would have wanted more than a handshake and a damn picture. Are you kidding me? I would have asked to be a part of the family. I would have been Mo Brady. Welcome to the new Brady Bunch. And that's the way we became the Brady Bunch. Who's next? Shout out to Hung Dung Yok. I know. I know y'all ain't see that shit coming, did you? Messed you up with that one. I'm hoping I said his name correctly because I mean no disrespect. I don't know if it's more respectful to actually try someone's name as best as you can and hope for the best or if you should just stay away from it. I don't really know how that should work, but I feel like I should say the man's name, and so I did the best I could, but I believe that's how you pronounce it, and he is the creator of Squid Games. I'm giving him a shout-out because he clapped at LeBron James, and I love it. LeBron James said that the ending to Squid Games was trash because the man should have went home and took care of his daughter. And I think most people agreed with that. That, to me, was the pretty obvious take in the room. However, I saw the other side of that. Well, if he does that, you don't get a Squid Games too. And if I'm the guy who created Squid Games, oh, you're going to get a Squid Games too. If I come up with some shit that I know is the first and only of its kind, y'all better believe that I'm going to make way for there to be a part two. Think I'm going to get this off and that's it? Hell no. If I ever come out with a franchise, it's going to be just like the Fast and the Furious. Y'all going to get 43 of these. I'm never going to have the ending like it's supposed to be, so it's just over. No. So I wouldn't have cared what anybody had to say about my ending either. Now, LeBron is LeBron. A lot of followers, one of the most famous people on earth. He's influential. So the creator ain't appreciate him coming at his neck. So he told him, yo, my guy, have you seen Space Jam too? Because you were in it. Fire. Clap it up. Fire. Told LeBron, if you can do so much better, how about you come out here and make your own Squid Games with your own ending? The only reason I'm mad at him is because he should have kept going. Why'd he stop there? Matter of fact, why don't you come be in Squid Games 2 and compete, LeBron? You know what I would have said? I said, I know you ain't talking, big man. How many regular seasons have you led the league in so many things just to get to the finals and fail? How about those endings, LeBron? If anybody shouldn't be talking about an ending, it's you, buddy. Have you seen your finals record? Now, I'm not saying these things. I love LeBron, and I don't think it matters how many he's lost because he's won a lot. However, if you come at me, I got to go back at you. So if I'm him, oh, LeBron wouldn't have been the athlete to do that one. Nah, not when we just got finished talking about Tom Brady. Go look at Tom Brady's finals records and then go look at LeBron's. Let's talk about it. Since you want to talk about endings, LeBron, that would have been my personal comeback. And that's why you should hire comedians to do your dirty business. But he didn't. He took his two shots. He got out the way. But I love the fact that this man has squid games now all over the world. 
And for 10 years, they shitted on him. Nobody wanted his show. They thought it was trash. And look at it now. If that don't inspire you, there's a list of people who found success later in life after failing for so long. If you've never seen it, you should look it up. Samuel L. Jackson found success in his 40s. Betty White didn't really become an icon until she was 51. Martha Stewart found success at about 41. Oprah Winfrey became a millionaire at the age of 32. I want to say Colonel Sanders, the guy who created KFC, did not become the guy who created KFC for a very long time. I'm not sure exactly when it was. But there's a list of a lot of very inspiring and successful people who did not find his fame for a very long time. And people don't know that. A lot of rappers didn't really get it, get it until they were in their late 30s. So never give up. The gentleman who created Squid Games is just another example. And when you finally do get there and you done worked your ass off to get it and so many people done had something to say, well, you ain't about to let nobody who just started in Space Jam 2 talk to you crazy. Maybe the guy who was in Space Jam 1, though his acting was not much better, but at least it was Space Jam 1. Bugs could say what he want. He's been great forever. Not you, LeBron. Who's next? Shout out to my guy who almost had his car stolen at a gas station somewhere in Atlanta. I wish I knew his name. Couldn't find it. But a video went viral, for those of you who have not seen it. This gentleman was at a gas station, and the camera shows someone run into his car, and then you see him run back to his own vehicle while this person is in the vehicle with a gun drawn. Then you see the person get out, and when you see the person get out, it throws you for a loop because you're like, oh, my God, that's a child. And you see a lot of these shootings and carjackings happen at gas stations everywhere, but certainly here in Atlanta. So be very careful whenever you're at a gas station. But I'm shouting this particular individual out because I thought what he did was commendable. He got out of his car and he went into the store to pump gas. Obviously, he had a gun on him. He sees somebody run and get into his car and he immediately takes off and he gets to his car with his gun drawn. But he doesn't shoot. He doesn't fire. And the reason he doesn't fire was because he realized that it was a kid. And that doesn't take away from the fact that this kid was wrong and was committing a crime. At the same time, thank God he didn't shoot him. Because like he said, he could have just started shooting from where he was at. He was about 30 feet from the car when he saw it all going down and he really just thought about taking off from there. But he didn't. He ran up. He put the gun on him and he said, yo, get out my car. The kid got out the car and he said, man, what the hell are you doing? And the kid was so scared that he said, yo, just call the cops on me, please. I'd rather you just call the police. Not for nothing. You know how afraid you got to be to be a young black kid in that situation and want the police to be there? But all in all, that man did not shoot. Seems to be really difficult for some people in law enforcement who are trained to be in situations like this. Far as I know, this man don't have that kind of training, but he didn't shoot. And what do you know? It worked out. Now, he didn't call the police on the kid. Some of you might have, some of you might not have. That's to your own discretion, whatever you feel is best to do. He pulled that kid to the side and scared the shit out of him. Gave him a lesson I'm sure he'll never forget, or I hope he'll never forget. But it's unfortunate that it's very easy and quick for me to stand on this platform and say, oh, that kid was... An idiot, or that kid shouldn't have been trying to steal cars, or that kid shouldn't have been doing this. That's easy. I could do that. At the same time, I've been that kid. Not the kid who's ever tried to steal a car, because I've never done that. That wasn't my thing. However, 
I have been the young black kid in a situation where you are surrounded by the wrong people and you don't believe that life has anything good for you. And so you make very quick, stupid decisions on how you can improve your lifestyle as quickly as possible. Doesn't make it right, but I've been there, I've seen it, I understand it a little more than someone who's never been in that situation would. It's unfortunate, but there are so many kids like that who are in rough neighborhoods, who have rough lives, and they don't know another way. And sometimes there's not anyone there to teach them another way or to give them any inspiration, any motivation to get out of those situations. And I can't tell y'all how many times I've gone to speak at these different schools or these places, and I've had someone come up to me and say, Mo, fam, I'm not going to lie, I was days away, weeks away from making some really stupid decisions. I listened to your podcast and how your journey has been, and it made me feel like, well, damn, maybe I can do something different. Well, if there's any young brother listening who has been wondering that, I'm here to tell you that you can. I'm hoping that that young man will get back on a better path. And fortunately for him, he did not have to get shot or go to jail or suffer any way like that in order to do it. Maybe that kid wasn't even thinking about consequences because that happens sometimes. Believe it or not. That's why he was like, yo, just call the police. I don't even care. I'll just go to jail. He don't care nothing about no consequences. He has nothing. He doesn't believe he ever will. He sees a car, he sees an opportunity, he gets in a car, I'm going to drive off. But hopefully, having that gun to his head and realizing that his life could have been over just like that will change not only his mind and his decision-making, but his life. You can only hope. But I salute that young brother for not killing that kid because that seems to be very hard to do for people it shouldn't be so hard for. And it was the one time I got to watch a video where a gun was drawn between two black men and nobody died. For some reason, I found a little bit of pride in that. I say that to say salute to the dude for handling that situation like a real man is supposed to. I'm glad no one got hurt. Hopefully that young man changes his direction in life. But if you are listening to my podcast or you do listen to me and you are in a situation where... You feel like the only way to go is to hit a lick. I'm here to tell you it's not. I've been there. I know what that feels like. It's not the way to go, fam. You have to be patient and persistent. It'll pay off. Just gave you three Ps in one sentence. Ain't a sentence alive that ever lied that had three Ps in it. One lick leads to two. Two licks lead to three. Three licks typically lead to more until it leads to death or jail. That's it. It don't matter how many licks it takes to get to the center of or whatever. I don't care what that Tootsie Pop commercial was talking about. All low Kim. Licks lead you to jail and death. Before you hit a lick, use your brain, man. There's other ways to get to it. And nowadays, it's a lot more ways to get to it. So don't let nobody tell you it ain't possible or it can't happen. But getting shot or going to jail ain't it. And to add to that, this also goes back to the false prophets I was speaking about earlier when talking about how people can be full of it. A lot of those people, unfortunately, are influencers. They're in media. They're on Instagram. They're all over the place. Just being disingenuous. Constantly lying about who they are, about what they've been through, about where they're going. And it's sad and it's unfortunate because there are a lot of people out here who listen 
to try to find a better way and to try to be inspired. And for whatever reason, the masses always tend to go towards the person that's full of it. And those are the people that will make you believe that a lot of things are not possible that actually are. I've been surrounded by those people my entire life, and I always said to myself, when I get into a position to where people listen to me, I will not do that. And I never have, and I never will. So be careful of the false prophets. Be careful of the fakes. But just always know, it don't matter what you're going through, where you are, or who's around you. You can make something of yourself. Period. Who's next? All right, let's get down to business. So I touched a little bit on Dave Chappelle last week. And I feel like I said enough. However, there was a situation that occurred on the bird show where so many of y'all hit me up wanting to talk about it and wanting to tell me that you're proud of me. You're happy that I expressed myself in the way that I did. And I appreciate everyone who reached out. And then someone said, yo, you killed that on the bird show. Why didn't you say it on your podcast? And the reason I didn't say it on my podcast is because there was no one to challenge me on my podcast. So I didn't think it was necessary. But being that I got that message, maybe I was wrong. So I'll make it pretty clear here as well. 